Are you, are you shocked? Oh my goodness. Go ahead. Start it off. Welcome to Eat My Sports. We're back with another segment about our favorite topic in the entire world. Strip clubs. Oh, wait. No, we're talking about baseball. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah, those two. But anyway, <laughs> let us take a moment of silence to pray to the baseball gods that things can actually fucking return to normal. Let's pray to have baseball this season. Okay, we're going to feed you generic-ass content just like we did last week. We're doing the same thing this week. More of the same. AL predictions. Let's get right into it. Wait, we're not going to take the moment of silence? Oh, no, that was uh, rhetorical. But we were supposed to take a moment of silence. All right, let's take a moment of silence. And we're back. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. I'm so surprised. I'm reading this right now. I'm reading your, your divisional predictions. And I'm thinking, like, you ever see, what was it? You ever see the SpongeBob episode with fine, uh, fine dining and breathing? Where every, all the little SpongeBob's in his brain are, like, yes. going around. They're like, ah, fine dining. What's his name? And all the little Gregs in and my brain breathing. right now are like, ah. Why did he take the raise? All that there's I actually there's actually logic behind it. All that I know is that I know nothing. Um, all right, let's let's talk AL East first because I don't know where I am anymore on this planet. I don't want to be here. Go ahead, go for it. I'm taking the race. Why? I just feel that. In a short season, obviously, I have to be completely unbiased here. I mean, I'm probably top five biggest Yankee fans in the entire world. I just came up with that stat myself. But with that being said, I just have a feeling that for some reason, the Yankees are going to get off to some weird type of start. Garrett Cole, you know, obviously, I think is going to be an absolute monster. But at the same time, they have so many question marks. I mean, Severino got Tommy John. You know, Tanaka historically has not been a great regular season pitcher. And obviously the lineup is elite, but at the same time, it's a 60-game season. And I feel like the Rays have that type of team that's built for a short season. I just have a feeling that for some reason, it's just like a small feeling that they may actually have a better record in 60 games than the Yankees. Okay. And I'm going to be the logical one here since you started off with, I just feel for, for us, for an absolute phenomenal salesman to start off a, a, a big fucking absolute change of mindset. I just feel is a crazy way to start it off. Um, I think the Yankees put up a 40 and 20 record. They claim the one seed. I think Cole goes eight. No, uh, they're, they're undeniably the most talented team, the most well-managed team. I don't care about Kevin Cash. Aaron Boone is a phenomenal manager. And most importantly, I think their best hitter is Miguel Andujar. Fair. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I definitely think that the Yankees are a powerhouse. I mean, I definitely think that they're a World Series contending team. I'm, if this was a 162-game season, I would take the Yankees hands down because in a longevity type of season, in a long term – 
I'm taking them every single time. I can just see the raise. And by the way, the feeling is because people make decisions on emotion, people. They don't make decisions logically. And I just have some sort of weird feeling about the Yankees in a 60-game season to take the division. However, I am taking them for the wild card, which obviously we'll get to in a minute. And I do still think that they will win the World Series, but that's besides the point. Perfect. And I am also not taking the Rays to make the playoffs, just like you. So anyways, I have but one question because when it comes down to it, only one question matters for the Blue Jays, and that is Vlad Jr. MVP votes. Definitely. I mean, it's a short season. I mean, he had massive, massive expectations coming into last season. Some would say that he did not live up to them, although he had a very solid year, given the fact that he's just a kid, given the fact that he's a, he was a young rookie, and there's so much room to grow. Who's to say he doesn't get off to a, an extremely hot start? And absolutely in the MVP running for that. I mean, how many players have gone off to massive first halves? And I mean, this is less than even a first half. And he's a first baseman now. Historians will look back at the 2020 Red Sox and say, who the hell even pitched on that team? That's true. I mean, who's in that rotation? Like Alan Webster and uh, Jonathan Papelbon and uh, – Henry what? Owens. <laughs> <laughs> you, think he ever, you think he'll ever throw a strike again? Trey Ball. No, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> uh, Jay Groom's probably going to lead the rotation this year. I have a big – Really? Yeah, I have a big, big, big fucking uh, – my ass is on fire right now. Big hot take. Hmm. Chris Davis leads the Orioles in home runs. Wow, he's going to hit two home runs? I say he hits six home runs. <laughs> 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 poor poor and, Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini's not out because he's got colon cancer. I feel terrible. He's such a good ball player. And that leaves is. nobody on the Orioles. So you're telling me Chris Davis is going to have 10 hits all season, six being home runs? No, he's going to have seven hits all season, and six are going to be home runs. <laughs> and, and somehow the seventh hit is a triple. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like how David Ortiz always got a triple every single year. How did that happen? How did he even make it to third base? Like, how did a ball physically not get to third base before him? I have, I have no idea. That that man had, he was like two cylinder, fucking six horsepower. You felt time get slower as you watched him run. Anyways, let's get into the AL Central. Okay, the Twins had 100 wins last year. They set the home run record. They were an excellent team. They had 10 players that hit 20 home runs in 2019. But will yeah. pitching be as powerful? I'm going to say no. However, I'm definitely taking them in the division. More of a by-default type of situation. I definitely think they regressed from last year. But, I mean, that division is just terrible, to say the, to, you know, to say the least. I mean, it's just – I mean, there's really no one competing with them. I mean, the Indians rotation has so many question marks. The Royals are the Royals. The Tigers are absolute trash. And, yes, the White Sox are improving, but, you know, they're nowhere near a playoff team yet. Yeah. Do you, you don't, so you don't think the Twins are going to win 100 games this year? Interesting. Out of the 60 games, I think they might win 97. <laughs> I say they're more of an 89-win team this year. But anyways, I do think Taylor Rogers does emerge as an elite closer. You love him. Yeah, I think he's great. Ironically enough, we did not keep him as part of our uh, Rule 5 drafts in big time. 
But anyways. Well, that's because we part, got Kirby Yates and Roberto Azuto. What are you talking about? And Josh Hader. Fuck yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that one. <laughs> but anyways, the best part of the Indians will not be the rotation. It's not going to be Jose Ramirez having half a good season and half a an absolutely horrendous season. It's going to be how Francisco Lindor is so unhappy to be there and how he longs to be a Yankee. I mean, you throw Lindor on that Yankee team, you can move Glaber back to second base. I mean, LeMahieu can go over to the third. You got Induhar at DH because, you know, Stanton will be hurt. That is a lethal True. team. Yeah, and you got whoever's going to play a catcher because Gary Sanchez is going to get hurt again running down the first baseline. Maybe they'll sign Jorge Posada. Oh, that's a good one. You think Bill Dickey's in the market? Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Royals, real quick. Over, under, two and a half shoulder injuries, according to Vegas, for Adalberto Mondesi. <laughs> well, he does, he, <laughs> he does have the luxury of it being 60 games. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the under on that one. I'm going to take the over <laughs> because he's probably going to hurt both shoulders in the same play after, like, the last series and hurt his shoulder again. <laughs> he might get the benefit of the doubt by not take, by taking too much time to recover from one of the shoulder injuries. <laughs> uh, the debut of Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal, and Matt Manning will save the Tigers this year. No, I'm just fucking around. They're still going to suck ass. Uh, and Luis Robert... I heard it's Robert, by the way, from a couple people. I'm not too sure. Interesting. Yeah, but whatever it is, I think he strikes out 200 times in 60 games and still goes 20-20. So, Yoan Moncada back then? <laughs> yeah, so, so Ronald Acuna, Yoan Moncada, yeah. and Javier Baez. Kid has massive upside. Yeah, he definitely does. I'm glad we don't have him in either league, though, because can't stand him. Uh and for other reasons that are not to be talked about. Yes. So you have the Twins winning the division. I have the Twins winning the division. I actually have the Indians making the wild card because you have hmm. to consider how often they're going to play the other teams within the division and how weak the rest of the, of the division is. You know what I mean? That's fair. However, I'm taking the Yankees and the A's for the wild card. I mean, the difference that we have here really are the – the Indians you have, and I have the Rays. Uh, yes, I mean, the Rays are going to beat up on the AL East, not name the Yankees. However, I mean, the A's really have an easy route as well. Yes, they have to play Houston, but I mean, other than Houston, who else are they really playing in that division? Yeah, I mean, they are the West Coast version of the Rays. They're just That's as true. poor, just as lacking in fans, and somehow they frequently make playoffs, right? I mean, I don't understand, but they always have a, a wealth and an abundance of of guys that overperform and overachieve. You got Matt Olson, Matt Chapman. Those guys are straight beasts. And I'm not going to lie, Jesus Luzardo is going to be a, a fucking ace. Yeah, he has massive potential. Matt Chapman is extremely underrated. I actually read today, I got a notification from Bleacher Report that he said, I think it's actually going to play into our advantage that there's no fans. Our games are usually pretty quiet in general anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Last year, he had the highest-graded defensive season I think ever recorded by Fangraphs. He's absolutely uh, ridiculous. Underrated. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Do the Astros still set the, the hit-by-pitch record in a 60-game season? No. 
I'm going to say no because teams are going to be too scared um, given the way that Manfred has said there's going to be no tolerance for it and teams are going to be nervous about it. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably like brush them up and in, but no, I, I, think that's, I think that's all going to be a lot of talk, but <clears throat> I don't think it's actually going to happen. But, but do we hope they set the record? We absolutely hope, but hope is the death of a salesman. That's very true. But, but let's need them to set the record. <laughs> no, we don't. But <laughs> let's let's pick our ALS winner. ALS winner. AL West winner. What there the hell go. is ALS? Anyway, so go. one, two, three. Astros. Houston. Yeah. All right. Notice so, our tonality. Yeah. Mike Trout misses the playoffs again. The bigger story is, will the Angels ever have pitching? No. They're, they eternally <laughs> they eternally do not have pitching. Yeah. Till the dawn of – like, till the absolute end of time. Like, ever since the Ice Age started, the Angels have never had pitching. I don't care if they were initiated in the 60s. It's, it's been like a 200-year thing for them. Uh, the Rangers are quietly building a nice team. I mean, Joey Gallo last year was putting on a, a – an absolute show. He could very well get MVP votes. But the thing is, Corey Kluber looked awful last year. And they actually might wind up regret trading Emmanuel Classe down the road, as well as trading Keone Kella. Those are your boys. I mean, Kluber obviously is a proven asset, a proven ace, who's had millions of question marks in the last couple of years of not being able to stay healthy. I personally think the move made a lot of sense. I know you're really, really high in Class A, but at the at the same time, I mean, if you're out there, I mean, especially in a 60-game season, if Kluber can stay healthy, and if he's even half as decent, you know, as he normally had performed and, you know, what he usually is, I mean, we're not expecting ace-level performance from him anymore just given the injury history he has. But listen, if he if he performs like a number two starter would, I mean, that team could do some damage, especially in a 60-game season. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, very lastly, the Mariners are going to be really good for the first 16% of the season and then horrendously minor league-like. For so the nothing will change. Tim Beckham. <laughs> yeah. Over, over under 450 batting average for Tim Beckham in the first 10 games. Uh, I'd say easy over. I put $500 on that right now. <laughs> now, over, over under 160 batting average for Tim Beckham the rest of the way. <laughs> I'm going to take the over because I think he hits 185 the rest of the way. Damn it. <laughs> Those are Vegas odds right now. <laughs> All right. So to, to end the segment, who do you have as your MVP? So this is interesting. There's a reason why I'm not taking Mike Trout. And that reason is right now he's being a little bitch. And I think he might not actually play. And even if he does play, I feel like he might like go a little bit easier. Meaning like he might take some games off because he's like nervous about – you know, having a kid and stuff, but I mean, I can understand like if he's having a baby, but at the same time, like, you know, you're getting paid $450 million, get out there on the field. But you know, with that being said, I'm actually going to take a dark horse candidate. I'm going to take Matt Chapman, your boy. And uh, I know that it may sound like an absolute crazy thought, but he finished top five in the voting last year, if I'm not mistaken. And I feel that in a, in a short season, he was actually number six. He had finished in the, in the voting behind Xander Bogarts. But with that being said, I feel that in a short season, he's going to be able to, um, you know, obviously show off his talents, you know, as much as he possibly can. But with that being said, 
I feel that he can put it all, you know, together when it comes to batting average, he can improve on, you know, which has traditionally been a little bit lower. I feel like in 60 games, it could be a little bit higher. Obviously his defense is excellent. He's probably the best defensive third baseman in the game right now. And that's going to be a major factor in that as well. But at the same time, I feel that, you know, in the shorter season, he's going to be able to showcase a lot more than uh, he would normally do in 162. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a serious screwball at you right now. Yeah. You make a very good point with Trout. He's definitely being a little bitch. Uh, as somebody that almost died from COVID, I'm letting you guys know COVID's not even around anymore. It's a bunch of bullshit. Although I did get scared at the gym because there were mad people. So that might be a different story. But if you're playing baseball with like a couple other dudes around, like it's not going to be a big deal. I'm going right. to take Nelson Cruz. Okay. I think, okay. Nel- I think Nelson Cruz at, what, 41 years old? I think he's got the great opportunity as the DH playing, what, 40 games in the AL Central out of 60 games. He's got the potential to, to really hit 25 home runs. And if he can, if he can go 25 and 60, legitimate MVP. Cy Young. Do you think he ever gets old, by the way? No. No, he's, he's probably like – you know how Albert Pujols lied about his age and Fausto Carmona lied about his age? Yeah. I think Nelson Cruz is probably like 27, and he just tells everybody he's 41. Wait, you said Fausto Carmona. You mean Roberto Hernandez. What, what is it, Roberto? Ro- Roberto Heredia Hernandez. Heredia Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he transitioned. Like, he changed his name and immediately got worse. That's actually very accurate. <laughs> what a shame. Good that guy. point. All right, so let's do Cy Young. You ready for the yeah. Cy Young? One, two, three. Garrett Cole. Cole. Yeah, he's going to dominate. He's going to be phenomenal. The Red Sox are literally, without Mookie Betts, that, that's just going to be a nightmare for them. How can you say the, the Yankees are not going to win the division? Honestly, it's just because it's a short season. And think about historically, do the Yankees always get off to the greatest starts in 60 games, honestly? The Yankees are a different team from year to year. They are, but at the same time, how many seasons are they neck and neck with the team in second or third? Or sometimes they're not even in first place by the All-Star break. And then I feel like during normal times, during normal seasons, once July, August come around, they just start kicking into a new gear and they go on a hot winning streak. And then all of a sudden they start pulling away from the division once early September comes. But I feel like the fact that the season is different this year is going to have a huge impact on them. Yes. Cole is going to dominate, but he can't pitch all 60 games. Yeah. I'm nervous about the fact that Tanaka historically is not a good regular season pitcher. And the fact that we don't have Severino, I mean, James Paxton's probably going to get hurt by the third start that he makes as well. There's just so many question marks that I see. And the Rays are just scrappy. They figure out a way to win. I just feel that first – and, again, it's a feeling. But I feel that the the Rays can pull out a stronger record in 60 games. But at the same time, I feel that once – and I actually – with absolute certainty, I know that once the Yankees get into a wild card game, they'll absolutely demolish the A's like they normally would do. And then they'll just run away um, into the next round. You know, they'll probably, if, they, if they're playing the Rays or another team, they'll beat the Rays in a five-game series. They'll beat, you know, pretty much any team. I still think that they will win a World Series, even if they are the wild card team. Obviously, those are predictions for down the road. But what I'm saying is in a 60-game season, I just feel like anything could happen. 
Yeah, I totally forgot to mention my second AL wildcard team, which I also think is the A's. As weird of a franchise as they are, for some reason they always make the playoffs. But yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. I'm not going to disagree with you in terms of the race scrappiness and the Yankees' volatility in the first half of the season. But this is the second half of the season. And that makes it all the more interesting. And on that note, we are super excited for baseball on July 23rd and the 24th. Scherzer versus Cole to start the season. We'll definitely be covering the entire 60-game MLB season. Thank you for joining us, and stay hungry.